Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Lanch J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. things about me you know that I love making fun of Ann Arbor Community College you know that I'm obsessed with Unsolved Mysteries and HLN and Forensic Files and shows of that ilk and you know that I love seeing people who are racists get fired I love love seeing a racist lose a 10 figure job for saying racist stuff and then trying to defend the racist stuff and saying that hey you know I didn't I didn't mean anything by by using a racial slur or a, or a homophobic slur that's not really who I am and I love that I I eat that for breakfast I find it entertaining so so the latest the latest person whose turn it is and if you're listening to DC on WOL, you know that, that you know they're coming for Dan Snyder next. You know that Daniel Snyder is going to get he's going to get offed by the other by the other by the other owners because he's a he's a terrible owner. They put one of the worst products on the field. He's going to get the Don Sterling treatment because they're doing an investigation of all of the emails and all of the communications, all of this stuff. When you foster culture of racism and homophobia and sexism and transgenderism and whatever the isms you, you, you have that are out there that are floating around. You can say that it's cancel culture if you want to say, but eventually in the, in the immortal words of, of Malcolm X, those chickens are coming home to roost, man. When you put that, when you put that energy of hatred and look, if you're going to Lance J's text and Lance J's emails and everything that I've that I've done and said, there's a lot of stuff that's, that's not ideal. But you're not going to see a consistency of hatred. There's a difference between, hey, I was at a party, I got drunk, I was out with some friends, I thought it was a private conversation, kind of like Rachel Nichols. I thought it was a private conversation, and somebody exposed you. There's a difference between that. And stuff that's on the record at your job. I don't think people should get fired. You might lose some points in your reputation. I don't think people should lose their jobs because of some text or something that they put on Twitter 20 years ago, 15 years ago, 10 years ago. Especially something that we've seen, we dig up on these, these athletes. They said something stupid on Twitter when they were 16. I'm not going to skewer someone for something that they said when they were 16 years old. On social media. But we're talking about people that are on the record in John Gruden's case. We're talking about someone who is a quote ambassador for the NFL. We're talking about a Super Bowl winning coach. And I've never liked John Gruden. I always thought that he was a charlatan. I've always thought that he was a scam artist. 
I always thought that he was a fraud. I always thought that he was a reprehensible person. Even before this stuff came out. I'm not surprised one bit at what's come out on John Gruden. In fact, I'm surprised that we don't see more of this stuff coming out of the NFL. Because everything in the NFL, down to the combine and the way that they treat African-American quarterbacks, like I talk about LeBron Jackson all the time. I talk about people are people are out on Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes has had two bad games in his career. After playing all of those extra games, going deep into the playoffs, Patrick Mahomes won the MVP his first year as a starter, as did Lamar Jackson. Patrick Mahomes won a Super Bowl his second year as a starter. Peyton Manning didn't win a playoff game for eight years. I know. I'm a Colts fan. I watched every game in his career. Tom Brady, the GOAT. Tom Brady had one of the best defenses and defensive coaches in the history of the game. Tom Brady wasn't the GOAT when he first started his run. He was leaning on that defense, just like Russell Wilson was leaning on that defense in Seattle. I was there living in Seattle during the LOB, the Legion of Boom days, the Cam Chancellor days, the Earl Thomas days, the Richard Sherman days. But when it's a black quarterback, have a couple of bad games. Kansas City's done. Patrick Mahomes, not that good. He's, he's, he's not as good as Josh Allen. Are you, are you crazy? You think Patrick Mahomes? I know that, I know that ESPN's favorite cabaseer, Stephen A. Smith, loves to talk about how Patrick Mahomes is washed up and pretty much loves to go against anyone that's, that's down with the delegation of the coalition. You know, the, the antithesis of, of Max Kellerman. Mr. I wake up in the morning and all I think about is how to make my bosses. Got to make some money, boss. Got to make some money for the boss. And then whatever, whatever money I can get my hands on on top of that, I'm, I'm good with. That's, that's, that's Stephen A. Smith. That's who Stephen A. Smith is. And yes, I said over and over, A, I don't usually come after people. B, Stephen A. Smith is, is 30 times more talented than me. But the constant media cycle perpetuates. Anyone that covers the NFL, anyone that has the shield, that has a contract with the shield, they say what the shield tells you to say. I don't have a contract with the shield. I'm independent AF. I'm not going to use slurs against people. I'm going to do my best not to disparage people I disagree with. But I'm going to point out that the NFL has been racist. The combine, it was more racist than the combine. We're going to strip your butt naked. We're going to look at your body. We're going to comb through your body. Every hair, every ligament. We're going to look at your medical records and we're going to see, do you have the stock to play four years in the, in the, in the NFL, which is average three and a half, four years? Will your tendons and muscle tone hold up over a grueling 17-game season? Plus playoffs, plus training camp. So I'm reading from the New York Times. Raiders coach, this is last week. This is, I'm a little late to the party. Been dealing with some family business. Raiders coach resigns after homophobic and misogynistic emails. Talking about John Gruden. 
Going further into the article, in numerous emails during a seven-year period ending in early 2008, Gruden criticized Roger Goodell and the league for trying to reduce concussions and said that Eric Reed, a player that had demonstrated during the playing of the national anthem, should be fired. So not only so not only is this guy, he's his mother stuff, but but so he hates not down with Black Lives Matter. How can you be a coach in the NFL when 70% of people are black and, and despise Black Lives Matter? That's oxymoronic within itself. The only reason you have a job is because of black people and the athletic prowess that those specific people of African descent have been blessed with. In several instances, Gruden used a homophobic slur to refer to Goodell. That's the F word. Not the four-letter F word, but the, but the F word that, that you shouldn't say about individuals who are homosexual. He used other offensive language to describe NFL owners and coaches and journalists who covered the league. So, so, so they whacked him. They said that he stepped down. But these, these, these individuals, now, Gruden has Carl Nassib, who's a beast, who's defensive end, who's the first person to come out as a homosexual, as gay in the NFL. And I remember that that used to be on Sports Talk Radio. That used to be such a huge topic. It's, oh, my gosh. We know that they're gay people in the NFL. And they're infiltrating the locker rooms. And they're showering with heterosexual people. And would a, would a locker room accept a gay? Of course they would, man. Have you ever seen Carl Nassib play? Carl Nassib is a beast. Carl Nassib is, is a Pro Bowl caliber defensive end. People... Most most fans, I mean, we have we have we have some of the flower country, we have some of the Trumpsters, the evangelicals that hate everybody. Because that's you know, because hatred, there's nothing more speaks Jesus Christ than hating everybody who isn't the same color or sexual orientation or religion or or politics or shares the same politics as you. Nothing says Jesus Christ more than that. Nothing says salvation more than the hatred of black and brown people. And the hatred of poor people. But outside of those cohorts, cohorts, excuse me, most fans, I wouldn't care. Look, the Colts suck. We have no defensive line. We have no pass rush. I wouldn't care. Anything outside of, of suiting up Saddam Hussein or, or, or Bin Laden, I don't think I'd want those guys. But anyone just slightly below them on the pantheon of awfulness of humanity. The underbelly of society. There's some rotten people out there. As long as you're not killing nobody, as long as you're not harming women or children, I wouldn't care how awful of a person you are if I didn't agree with your beliefs. If you could get me 8, 9, 10, 12 sacks a year, I would wear your jersey with, with pride. So I don't think most people care if Carl Nassib is, is a homosexual. I don't think a lot of people would care. I don't see why they should care. He's a fantastic player and seemingly a fantastic person. And all of these made up contrived stories about, and this is stuff you used to hear a lot in the early 2000s before we were more involved as a culture. All of that stuff is by the wayside. You judge people not on their lifestyle or you agree or disagree, the race, religion, you judge their, their performance on the field and in the locker room. But someone like John Gruden doesn't care about that. Because it's very obvious, if you go into these emails, the language that he uses, the sexism, 
the racism, the 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 fear of the 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 homophobia. This is a sick person. And we've been enabling, we've been enabling this piece of trash for all of these years. ESPN gives this guy the Monday night gig. They give him a quarterback review. You don't think you don't think the people that work around John Gruden, this isn't this isn't something, this isn't a one-time, these are thousands of emails. It's like Hillary Clinton. This guy's anti-concussion protocol. This guy's anti-Black Lives Matter. This guy's anti-women. This guy's anti-homosexual. This guy hates everybody. This guy's against everybody. And that's not, that's not him making jokes. That's just his culture. That's who he is. That's who he is. It's the good old boys network. Because to John Gruden, these people are just subhuman animals that are out there entertaining him for his own personal enjoyment. Until people in the NFL realize that that's what a lot of people think about you. That's what a lot of owners think about you. That's what a lot of coaches think about you. That's what a lot of fans think about you. We're not going to have the reform and changes that we need. So I hope that John Gruden never, ever gets a job again. I hope he goes away like Bill O'Reilly and other racist people that's, that, that they're, you got to be bad to get a to get a ten year contract, a hundred million dollar contract, and be so racist and so toxic and have so much vitriol that they have to fire you or just find a way to pay out that contract because you're a reprehensible human being to be around and nobody wants to play for you or even be in your disgusting presence. Lance J Show. If you're a man, you don't cry about it. You take life. The ups and downs. If you're a real man, you never go down, you just stay up. That's why I'm the world champion. That's why this sport coat costs $800 and that costs $200. And I don't know what that costs, I'd be ashamed to wear it. That's why I'm wearing lizard shoes and a Rolex watch and I got a limousine sitting out there a mile long with 25 women just dying for me to go, woo! Because I'm the world champion, sucker. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. This is Lance J, a.k.a. the Paragon of Sports Talk Excellence, a.k.a. the Heisenberg of Broadcast Radio, a.k.a. the Wolf of Wall Street. Listen to the Lance J Radio Network weekdays at 7 p.m. on Urban One's flagship 1450 WOL in Washington, D.C., and presented by our partners at Episource, the industry leader in healthcare analytics and Medicare Advantage quality products. It's time to switch to T-Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G. James Lewis. I love guns, just for the record. I'm all over the, the map today. I, I love guns. One thing about me, a lot of people don't know. Um, if you see me in Nashville, there is a 99.9% chance that I'm armed. Because in, in Nashville and in Tennessee, you can you can carry conceal. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmode Squad. I always got the toast on me. I'm not a thug. I live in a gated community. I'm not trying to be a tough guy. But I, but I always have a gun on me. I always have a burner on me. All the time. Because it's legal. It's my right as an American to, got the, to, to have the strap. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Hey. 
Paragon, Paragon 7, 7 Studios. Studios. So the Nets are not going to let Kyrie Irving play because he won't get the vaccine. So of course, of, of course you quacks out there and you idiots that are, are vaccine anti-vaxxers. Because all of you have, all of you were vaccinated for polio. And you're all vaccinated for for whooping cough. So it's, it's and I'm not saying that everyone that that doesn't take the vaccine is an idiot because it's it's your choice. And I'm actually on Kyrie's side. That's what I'm going to talk about. I don't think that Kyrie should take the vaccine if he doesn't want to take the vaccine. And I'm not. I don't like Kyrie Irving. I think that he's. I think that he's a tool. I think that he's a space cadet. He thinks that the world is flat. And I've spent. I've made a career of making fun of, of flat earthers. People that believe that that the sun is like this little light, this flashlight is being manually operated by God. So I always say, well, if the world is flat, my common sense says, if the world is flat, how come we can't see the sun at night? Because if the sun is off in the, uh, the other side of the earth and the earth is flat, we should still be able to see it on the horizon. It would just be much darker. And I especially am entertained by the flat earthers that believe that Antarctica is the is the kind of the outer crust of the earth. So they think that the the flat earth is kind of a pancake shape. Kind of like the the, the United Nations logo. And I'm especially entertained by by individuals that think that the shelf wall of Antarctica is all that's holding us from flying off into the abyss of eternal space. But for some reason, they believe that that shelf life is like 150, 160 feet tall. And, and I always find that to be intriguing. So they're basically saying that there's only the equivalent of like a seven-story building. And that's all that's keeping us from flying off the, the edge of the earth. It's seven stories. You got, you got almost eight billion people on earth. And so if there was an ice wall, I would think that that ice wall would be several miles high. I don't think it would be a couple of hundred feet high. That just doesn't make a lot of sense, but I digress. I think Kyrie Irving is selfish. I think that he's fake woke. I think that he's kind of a fraud. I think he's kind of a scam artist too. I don't like Kyrie Irving. I think he antagonizes the media. I think his game, his, his, his handling game is, is phenomenal. And when he's on the court, he's one of the best players in the NBA when healthy. I think that he's borderline potentially could have been an all-time great talent without the injuries. But I wouldn't want Kyrie Irving coming anywhere near my franchise. I think he's radioactive. I don't think that he's a leader. I think it's okay to sit out for, for mental health and, and focus on things that are beyond basketball. I agree with him when he says that, hey, I'm more than an athlete. I'm, that's spot on. These people, I get, I've gotten on Naomi Osaka. I've gotten on Simone Biles. I've gotten on Kyrie. I've gotten on LeBron. But at the end of the day, these people are, are not, they're not my property. And they're not the property of the respective cities that they live in. 
So I'm not a Kyrie fan, but I, I agree. It's his right not to get the vaccine. It's his body. It doesn't make him a bad guy. It doesn't make him a bad teammate. He doesn't have to explain to you why he doesn't want to get the vaccine. So I, I, I rip anti-vaxxers. I think anti-vaxxers are idiots. Especially those that, that work in the healthcare community. I think some of these people should be prosecuted for idiocy and lying to the masses. But there's a difference between I don't want to take the vaccine. I looked at the data. It's not for me. I don't think it's safe. It's a difference between that and telling other people not to take the vaccine. Because for the 100th time, your medical records are not equivocated to other people's medical records. So you may not need the vaccine because you run five miles every day and you have a raw food diet and you haven't had a soda or a donut in 10 years. That doesn't mean that your body is applicable to mine. I've said over and over on this show, look at your medical history, talk to your doctor. Don't be shamed into taking the vaccine. Don't shame people from taking the vaccine. Do what's best for you. But when it comes to flapping your gums about what somebody else should do, that's not Lance J's place. I'm telling you to look at the data and figure out what's best for you. It's not my place to tell you what to do with your body. That said, there are consequences to the action. So in, in, in New York City, Kyrie Irving can't practice with the team. He can't play with the team. In New York City. So you had this situation where he's going to play half of the games. And he can't practice with the team. He can't come to the practice facility. He can't play in home games or against the Knicks. There are other states and areas. I know in, 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 in you had the same issue with Andrew Wiggins. Steve Nash, GM of the, the Nets, who, are a, who many people believe the Nets with Kyrie were the front runner to win the NBA title. Caesars is giving them the best odds. They made a decision that Kyrie, hey, if you're not going to get vaccinated, we're, they, you, I haven't seen the Nets swift boat him. I haven't seen them talk ill of him. Stephen A. Smith was talking about him. There are people in the media are saying, well, you should retire all of this stuff. Kyrie's been clapping back on his Instagram page. I don't care if he retires or not. He's, he's, he's filthy, rotten, rich. He has a great sneaker. He already has a ring. He can retire if he wants. He only plays two-thirds of the games anyway because of injury. So even if Kyrie did play and did get vaccinated, y'all know that he's going to tear the tendon in his thumb or he's going to have some quadriceps injury because that's what, that's who Kyrie Irving is. Not a knock on him. It's just some people aren't built to play 82 games in, in playoffs. You know, he's going deep in the playoffs every year. Everybody's not built to play 100 games a year. Anthony Davis isn't built for that. There are other people that aren't built for that. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm going the other way on this one. If Kyrie Irving doesn't want to get the vaccine, I actually think that that's a great idea, man. He's, he's rich enough to, to isolate if he wants. It's his, it's his body. He's taking a personal risk based on his medical history, which I don't know, whatever his doctors have told him. And he's made a decision. It's just, he doesn't get to play. A, because, so people, I've seen a lot of dumb people because there are a lot of stupid stupid, ill-informed people that get all their news from Instagram, lowest common denominator, low IQ, 
people who can barely read. And they get their news from memes. So someone put a meme out saying that the NBA let Magic Johnson play with HIV. They won't let Kyrie play being unvaccinated. There's no rule that he can't play being unvaccinated. That's just a lie. That's a scam. That's a fraud. Those are people that want to lie to you and create an illusion and manufacture news that's not true. It's New York City that won't let him play. They have local laws that won't let him suit up and go to the gym unless he's vaccinated. The Nets could have chosen to let him play road games, but for continuity, if you ever coach basketball, play basketball, you can't have one of your best players coming in every third game. So the Nets made that decision. I think Kyrie made the right decision. I think the Nets made the right decision. And ultimately, people that don't want to get vaccinated, you have to understand if you don't want to get vaccinated, that's fine. I will never support the military police coming to your house, forcing you to get vaccinated, forcing you to do something that you don't want to do. I will never support that. That's tyranny. But your employer in the private sector saying we don't want you coming in unvaccinated and perhaps infecting people, causing trouble, all of that. That's their business. If you don't like it, don't play. If you don't like it, there's free market capitalism in the United States. Go and start your own league. Have your own league of unvaccinated people. Go join Ice Cube in the big three. You can do whatever you want. You just don't get to do it in the private sector. There are consequences for your actions. I think Kyrie made the right decision for him. I hope he stands tall on that decision. I hope the Nets stand tall on their decision. Paragon 7 Studios. Paragon 7 Studios. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. When I'm not doing the health cast, I consult for many startups and ACOs who are new to the healthcare business. Episource serves Medicare, commercial, and Medicaid plans with an experienced risk adjustment team that cares about results and building partnerships. With the largest health plans and healthcare organizations as clients, Episource aims to obtain the best medical chart retrieval rates, the highest coding accuracy, and the maximum level of project satisfaction. For information on Episource, go to www.episource.com and fill out one of their contact forms to request a demonstration. Yo, this your boy Rampage. Shout out my boy DJ Cam. Free Agent Radio, it's official. Land to land, state to state, sea to sea. It's going down like this. Did you know that African-Americans have the lowest vaccination rates, but have experienced the largest decrease in life expectancy during the COVID-19 pandemic? Our HealthCast series brings in the best and brightest minds in the industry to focus on facts, not fear or political theater. Avoid shaming and misinformation. Research the data. Talk to your primary care physician about risk factors. Ultimately, it's your body and your decision. This is Lance J. Wishing you a happy and a healthy. It's time to switch to T-Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G. I have a big announcement about the expansion of the Lance J family. 
Paragon 7 Studios is now a full-service consulting firm specializing in healthcare leadership. We are now helping our portfolio of clients with their strategic focus towards risk adjustment, star ratings, value-based contracting, and social determinants of health programs. Our burgeoning media empire reaches a diverse audience of 100,000 listeners weekly, putting us in a rare position to service architects, both on the strategic and promotional side of the healthcare continuum. Build your brand with Paragon 7 Studios. Paragon Paragon 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7